Greetings and welcome to this edition of One for the Road. I'm your host, Randy Schlichting, joined in studio as always by my good friend, Bob Carter. Today we're going to talk about money. I just read on the news the other day that a guy somewhere in America, I can't even remember the city or state, won $240 million playing the lottery. If you had that much money, what would you do with it? We kind of chatted about it this morning a bit and said uh, there were a lot of fun things we could do if we had a lot of money. Now, the reality is uh, none of you listening, probably, or any of us sitting here have that much money or anywhere close. In fact, just the opposite for most people. Most people have uh, more debt than they have money, and that's one of the topics we're going to talk about today. We have some special guests in studio with us to talk about Financial Peace University, which we'll be offering here this summer, and just in general to talk about uh, debt and maybe healthy living, what that would look like for us as a faith community here at Perimeter Church. So I encourage you to listen in as Bob Carter leads us. Okay, it's good to have Brian and Tracy with us today, and uh, appreciate you all being here. I think that just listening to Randy uh, kind of introduce the topic, uh, thinking about Financial Peace University, how did, you know, what is it that motivated you all to say, hey, we want to do something here, and what, what exactly are you trying to accomplish in a nutshell? Uh, well, I, thanks, Bob. I think Financial Peace University um, has been a, an extension course that we've had here at Perimeter for financial courses, and that just allows individuals to uh, become free from bondage that they have with uh, debt or other financial crisis in their life. But I think also even more important than that just helps them understand that God has a plan for the money that they earn and that they aren't the owner of all of that money, that they're really a steward of everything and that they see that their money is really a way that they can reach God's kingdom for um, you know, his, his benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any, uh, you know, is the ma- main reason why people come to the uh, Financial Peace University because they're dealing with huge consumer debt, uh, a lot of, of, of uh, pressure that they're feeling financially? Is that the main reason that motivates people to get a part of this? Yes, and there's, that's one of the my primary reasons. Another reason would be that they've had a life change. Maybe they're underemployed um, or they've had some kind of a job change where that they find that they're going to have to be a little more conscientious about how they spend their money, or maybe it's a life change, like it's a, a change in marital status or something like that. So they're going to have to be a better um, user of, their, of resources they do have. Um, I think also folks uh, look at this and say, I, there's a small percentage who say, I'd really like to be a better communicator with my spouse, someone who is understanding that finances is really where we're having our difficulty. And if you look at divorces in our society, that's the predominant reason why we do have divorces is because of financial pressures and financial problems and just poor communication there. So that's where FPU really fits in as well. It's not just helping people with debt crisis, but life changes, better communication, that kind of thing. And obviously, I think with the economy and the way things have happened over the last few years here, uh, is this, have you seen an increase in the number of people involved in this and Yes, we sure have, and we used to teach the crown class here uh, at Perimeter and uh, would, would see a, a fluctuation in terms of um, you know, class participation, but nothing like we have with now with Financial Peace University. I think that's part of the do with the economy and how people are looking for answers. And what FPU really helps people to do is answer a real tactical question that's there 
everyday need of what exactly should I be doing with my money? How should I be budgeting it? How should I be spending it? What categories are just lead me in a way that I can use uh, very, uh, very practically every day, not some ethereal, spiritual, here's what God's Bible says about money and, and whatnot, but just specifically, help me really with my, right now, my needs that I have currently. Mm-hmm. Let me ask a question here, maybe Tracy, this is for you, and I'd love to hear your story, why, why you're kind of plugged in here and whatnot, but um, he makes it sound very nice. <clears throat> like, it's nice, and, and, and it's kind of like you come to this financial peace <laughs> university, and there's great peace when you come to this university. Uh, the reality is, well, I, I don't know what the reality about making hard decisions. It's like you have to spend less now than you make. You've got to cut some things. How hard is that for people? How many people get in one, two weeks and then say, ah, forget this, I want to go back and do the way I did? And How, how challenging is the reality when the rubber hits the road here, I guess? I think a lot of them, when they first come into there, they have made a conscious decision by just purchasing Dave's kit just to become a member and to take this course. So they've already um, they've already kind of made that commitment. And so when they're in there, um, they also are establishing relationships because you have small groups that meet the second hour. And Dave's just funny and he's easy to relate to. And so you you get some comedy along with it and the camaraderie of you're not alone. There are other people struggling and there are other people that just need to make a change. Um, and we have such a, a sense now where, where kids are just feel like they're entitled, and I think we have that sometimes as well. And so these are, these are hard decisions, but I think um, knowing that there's other people around the table that share it makes it a little bit easier, and they follow through with the whole course. Okay, well, let me, if I can, Bob, just ask a follow-up to that then. Because what you're saying is well, the people who buy the kit are people who are, hey, I'm in. It's almost like an alcoholic. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have a problem type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is the challenge then getting people to that step? I think a lot of it is. And, and, and Dave speaks about this, and Brian, you can chip in here too, but um, if they don't have a vested interest, um, they're not going to work at all. They, I mean, if you just say, here's a free course, yeah, they're going to come in for the first couple of weeks, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before, but then there's nothing in there. No kind of accountability, nothing. And so they tend just to back out. Um, but if you think about it, the money that they're going to save and the way they're going to learn how to spend um, wisely and how to get out of debt by giving clear steps of reducing it, it's well worth every dime. And the way the class is set up is you do have an audio version that you can take home with you. So if you miss a course, you can still listen to it in the car. Um, you're not missing out on um, the teachings, per se. And people find that that's, that's good. They, there's... There's a commitment, but they can take it all the way through. Okay. Now, if, you know, I think about with some people that that I know that I've spoken with through the years who, who maybe, I guess, sometimes I think about keeping up with the Joneses. That's almost, it's, it's somewhat subjective, I guess, and, and it's on like a continuum. What does that mean? You know, could I always have a smaller house? Could I drive a, you know, a less expensive car? Maybe so. But, I mean, I think that I found that there's some people that, uh, you know, I've had, like, for instance, maybe huge car repair bills or home house bills or medical bills and things like this that have kind of pushed them into, you know, financial crisis. And it's not necessarily, and again, you know, people may say, no, 
it's not necessarily always I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. I'm just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, you know, what is it, what is it when people go through this, this, this uh, Financial Peace University that they would say, kind of like the one thing that they're learning that really is helping them turn it around, whether they're in that type of crisis or whether even indeed they are, you know, kind of living a lifestyle that they shouldn't be living. What, what is the one sure. thing, maybe? Uh, you know, and I think what it really boils down to is Dave's methodology. He has what's called a seven steps that you go through and it's you know step one is to save for those emergencies and step two is to pay off certain amounts of debt and step three is to have some money in the bank for certain um, you know if you lose your job or whatever there's two or three months or six months worth of living expenses I mean, there are those steps that he goes through so that no matter what your personal situation if you have a crisis or if you've got a change of life or whatever if you're following this methodology it pretty much covers the situations that you might find yourself in, um, you know, the, from a broad spectrum, from people who are just starting out in life to people who have kids starting into college, all the way up to folks who are getting into their retirement age. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and do you think that's possible with people who are living paycheck to paycheck? Is it possible for them to do that? And again, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to hear people go, you don't, you don't understand how I'm living, man. <laughs> yeah, and and. Tracy, you use the word possible, and uh, certainly it's all possible, but let's go with probable. You know, is it really right. probable? Um, you know, there were a couple of classes that he teaches uh, that might be worth mentioning here, and that would be things like, um, you know, buyer beware is one of the names. It actually be- helps you to become a more educated consumer. Mm-hmm. And another one is called That's Not Good Enough. Right. That's the whole week that he he dedicates to you becoming a changed person and how you approach purchasing pretty much everything, big assets to just the smallest of items. You start to become a more conscientious budgeter, saver, but also purchaser. So every how you approach your whole financial um, uh, spectrum, it would be uh, would be changed. Right. So yes, it is probable. You know, because also, too, if a person says, you don't understand, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, maybe that's also because the habits that you've developed and have been using got you to that point. What if we changed those habits so that you could have different habits that would allow you to not have to live paycheck to paycheck? That's what the methodology really helps you allow to do. Right. Now, one of the things that uh, uh, also uh, I, w- I was thinking regarding, because I was talking to somebody about this last week, um, you know, think of, ask, I wanted to ask you this. Does this really get at people's um, values? For instance, if I could, if I could say to somebody, um, you, know, I think it, you know, I think that what you're doing is you're living way beyond your means. Is it as simple, I'll challenge you all on this, is it as simple as just going through a course? Because there are core values that are motivating people a lot of times to do these things that would say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna live way beyond my means, and is that addressed uh, through this? Hmm. And Tracy, do you want to handle that one? Yeah, he has. He even has a whole class on relating with money. You know, how? What are you? Are you a? Um, oh, what are the two terms you use? I just geek like and the free geek, spirit. Yeah, free spirit yeah. and the nerd, yeah. basically. And um, because you can look at money different ways. Free spirit, obviously, you're just like, woohoo, got to have it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. The nerd is more very deliberate. Well, what about this? I've got to you know, do mm-hmm. this. And so you'll find that you've got relationships and marriages that have both. 
and how do you relate with money and until you recognize which one you are it's going to be very hard to target which direction you need to go to change some of your um, styles and the way that you handle money and so he targets that um, a great deal and it's very I'm one of those that live beyond their means I'll be honest mm -hmm. I'm one of those um, didn't have the best habits in the world um, always wanted kind of things to show the Joneses per se um, and so we and because of that we're struggling and going through this course um, it's helped us to realize wow we've got a lot of things to think through and so it's accountability finally on both of our parts to say are you ready to stop this are you ready to make a change are you ready to make the commitment and it will be tough at first mm -hmm. I'll be honest I mean the thousand dollars savings in the bank may take some more time than others right um, but the fact that you're doing it and you're doing it together is speaks worlds. Right. Well, Tracy, I'm so glad you said that. Cause I was going to tell Bob I was going to start the broadcast off, and I was going to start off by saying, now, how much debt do you have? How much <laughs> debt do you have? And, 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 and the fact that, you know, but I was thinking they both say, well, I, we have no debt. Our, our, thank God we're not like those other men kind of thing. But the fact that you guys are struggling, but you're walking through the process, it's almost like you say, it's been like being a pilgrim and saying, we're not fixed or perfect here or whatever, but we're learning as we go. It's huge, I think, mm -hmm. for other people to be able to step into that, you know? Definitely. And you find that you're not alone. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you put on this appearance of you've got it all together and that really finances are not an issue. And you discover as the small groups continue through those 13 weeks that, man, they're just like we are. Right. And this is what we do. Oh, really? We do the same thing? Oh, my gosh. And they give examples and experiences. And so it becomes more than just, I've got to deal with this, and I've got an issue, and I've got to change it. It's, hey, I've got people to walk alongside me through this whole thing, and I can't wait to celebrate it on the other end. Yeah. Do you all find that, uh, that 13 weeks is enough, meaning that the ongoing support and accountability that you might need relationally with other people as you continue to walk along the journey is that is that something that that you'll have or would suggest for people um well 13 weeks uh certainly is the length of the course but i think if you look at you know uh, 21 days to form a habit right. or whatever it happens to be um you know 13 weeks is enough time for people to get together form as a group kind of storm a little bit uh, and and see how, where does everybody stand with the group and norm and gel and then by about week five or six is where you start to get those candid mm -hmm. discussions. Right. So that provides you with you know another what is that seven weeks or eight right. weeks of, of left almost two months right. to actually have that time where people do share with accountability in a con on a confidentially secure environment, right. and they start to realize too as Tracy even mentioned, which was fantastic. It says, "Wow, I'm, I'm not alone." This is a struggle that I have. Or we pray at the beginning and we pray at the end. So if someone says, I really would like some help with, this is my prayer request. And they know that they're being prayed for specifically by that by their group members. Um, so, you know, 13 weeks, um, it tends to be enough time. And I think it's also enough time for the people to say, that's enough time. You know, I don't want it to go too much more than that. Sure. Just because you tend to, okay, I, I, I have it, I've got it, I now understand what I need to do. Let me go practice it. I think that's mm -hmm. why we're intentional about having it through the summer, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, school's out. You're not in your D groups, your discipleship groups at that point. It really frees you up mm -hmm. to say, I need to focus on this. And and quite frankly, our, our table, we've met over the last course of the year for dinner 
I mean, mm-hmm. it went beyond just, um, hey, we're at this class together. Mm-hmm. And we've had several that have been introduced to discipleship mm-hmm. because of the relationships that they have um, formed in their small groups. And those are encouraging. Those are great things you mm-hmm. want to hear. Let me ask you this. Where is Jesus here? And from the perspective of there's some courses you see that it's kind of like, well, you just need Jesus. You, you go to Proverbs and look to look to the ant, you sluggard, and that's what you know, that kind of stuff. And you just, Jesus is all you need, and, mm. and others don't talk at all. So where is the gospel here, and how does it how does that work in the program? Now, that's a great question because uh, Dave addresses that one specifically with his own testimony that talks about how he had a situation in his early 20s and in his, into his mid to late 20s, I guess, that led him to create this class that shows everybody who's listening, wow, this guy didn't have it together, and he still is working on it because he's refining the course, and he's getting it um, you know, more and more filled with Jesus, if you will. Mm-hmm. That he, he says, and he even gives a personal invitation to everybody that says, Christ is what you need, and it's only Christ. Mm-hmm. Let's put all of the credit on him as well uh, because Christ is really where all of this comes from. And even the verses that we use, which are either said in the videos or put in the appendices or in, you know, in the uh, sidebars of the materials that you're studying, will be you know, quotes from Jesus. And, and so it's, it's definitely a Christ-centered mm. uh, financial class, if you will. I wanted to ask uh, both of you, just if you had, and I'm you're catching you off guard here because you've been in, coming to this interview thinking about this necessarily. But uh, one or two stories, just briefly, of people that have been changed by this. Mm-hmm. Any anything's come to mind that uh, just briefly you could share? Without naming names, or I mean, I want to sure. make sure you're right. not break anonymity. Right. No, by the sure. way, I love um, your Ferrari. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. paid for That's in cash. <laughs> Um, I think uh, we've gotten several, and um, one of which is a particular person's um, spouse lost their job in the middle of the course, and it really threw them off completely. But they were secure enough and had started this process that they were no longer afraid. You know, they had gotten it, you know, worked it out and said, if it hadn't been for them taking this course, there's no way they could manage right now because they were doing it all wrong spending it all wrong, budgeting incorrectly, and so they have thanked us for that. And another couple sent us an email that said they had been married for over 13 years and had never communicated about finances or money, literally could not even have um, a conversation about money, and that now they do their monthly budget together, and it is no longer one of the main causes of friction within their marriage. Great. Wow! Yeah, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll even get phone calls from from people. And in fact, I was on the driving range just a couple weeks ago with my daughter, and one guy was there who took FPU, and he even said, "This is fantastic. I've recommended it to my daughter. Mm-hmm. I've recommended it to friends and whatnot." And even as an elderly gentleman, he says, "This really the methodology that Dave has you go through, even though he was a little bit older, even says this has helped me to get to the retirement." or getting me to the retirement uh, position that I'd like to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think we get probably a couple of emails, not an awful lot of God's stories necessarily, but I think you get very encouraging stories, just like better communication, 
Yes. You know, that type of thing. It helps me prepare, yeah. gives me more confidence. Those are very typical stories. Now, if I want to, if I want to go to the, or you know, a church member want to go to this, uh, obviously, I think that's 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 easier. Okay, what about non-Christians? Would I feel comfortable inviting non-believers to come to this? Definitely, definitely. I think that's what makes him so appealing is because people have already they're already hearing him on the radio. Right. You know, he's already a name out there. They they know he knows what he's talking about, and. This is, you know, at first, this is just a location. Yeah, it's at a church. So mm. it's kind of nice to know, okay, he's going to meet you there. Mm. You don't know it yet, mm. but he's going to meet you there just in the relationships you have. And so that's pretty encouraging. Mm-hmm. That's good. That may be a good place. We are amazingly past 20 minutes already. Right. I know, wow. it's already crazy. Uh, it's a good place to wrap for us. I, I guess what I want to say is this to people who are listening here. Some of you have debt. You can raise your hand right now as you listen to it and just admit that you have debt. You need Financial Peace University. Some of you uh, just need a checkup somehow. Someone to come alongside you. Maybe you're you're spending money in areas that you think, I I could do better there. And for the rest of you few, you two people out there who have it together, you can come alongside and support this group as they teach and coach and are just part of Financial Peace University this summer. So you can go to uh, www.perimeter.org and find out more about the university coming up this summer, get more information there, register. What's the date? What, what date do you guys start? We start on June 1st. June 1st. Okay, so plenty of time between now and then to be able to do that. And for us, as always, for One for the Road, you can find us out on iTunes. We'd love for you to become a regular subscriber. It's free, by the way, which fits in with this whole plan of financial management. No cost to, uh, to uh, subscribe to the One for the Road. So we thank you so much for being with us, and we will see you next time on One for the Road.